Miracy. In the beginning, the unimaginable vastness of the universe was contained within a single egg. Inside the egg, a giant slowly developed over tens of thousands of years. One day there was a rumble from within the egg. A crack stretched across the surface of its shell, and soon the egg burst open. The Big Bang. From within the egg's initial singularity, the giant, along with the rest of the nascent world, emerged. Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, the Story Coach, and you're listening to Once Upon a Business. In each episode, we'll explore a story, a fairy tale, folk tale, or traditional story, so that we can discover the amazing lessons relevant for business and for entrepreneurs. Once the egg had cracked and burst open, the giant awoke from his slumber to darkness and a tangled mess of mass and elements. Startled, he grabbed an axe and gave a powerful slash. The elements became separated. The lighter elements floated upward and became the sky, while the heavier elements sank down and became the earth. The giant tried to stretch his stiff limbs. Oops, he said, as the back of his head bumped against the sky. In this newly formed world, the sky was quite low and close to the earth. This will not do, reflected the gentle giant. And like the Greek god Atlas, who shouldered the weight of the world on his back, he raised his arms towards the sky and began to push. Each day, the giant grew a meter, and each day the sky became further separated from the earth. This tiring labor continued for many tens of thousands of years until finally the sky was high and far from the earth. Then, finally able to stretch out his arms and legs, the spent giant collapsed from exhaustion. He died, peaceful in the knowledge that he had had a hand in the creation of a better world for other beings. As his body decomposed, his eyes became the sun and the moon, his teeth the stars in the night sky. His large body became the mountains and his hair, the trees and forests. His tears became the world's great rivers and seas, and his breath, the wind. The gentle giant, the first being to live in the world, was dead. But not really. Having merged with the world he'd helped to create, the gentle giant continues to watch over it to this day. This is a creation story from Taiwan, a beautiful example of what's known as a creation myth. It exists in many cultures. The creation story is a symbolic narrative of how the world began and often regarded as a way to share profound truths sometimes connected to sacred or religious beliefs, sometimes historical or even relating to societal ideals or cultural norms. It's also a wonderful reminder of how, as humans, we crave the understanding of the origin of things, 
We want to know where we've come from and how things began. And this is true of business. The origin story of any business is hugely compelling. We like to know how it all started. So think about the classic origin stories we've all heard. The tech companies that began with a few students coding away in someone's garage, or J.K. Rowling's humble beginnings writing Harry Potter as a single mum trying to make her way and dealing with depression. These stories are so interesting and inspiring. The giant is growing inside this egg for tens of thousands of years, this incubation period before he emerges fully formed. I feel like there's a tension here. On the one hand, we don't want to open up our ideas for feedback too soon. Like if you have an idea for a business and you tell people and then they start picking holes in the idea, you can lose faith. And sometimes feedback can actually be too soon and too raw and it can have the effect of just stopping you in your tracks. And so I love the idea that the giant emerges fully formed without having had any exposure to the world outside. And yet at the same time, the tension here is that sometimes if we incubate for too long, we get stuck creating something that has no value outside of our own head, that doesn't really have a market to sell to. And so I think that process of iteration and getting out there and getting feedback is actually quite important but not too soon, perhaps, and not at a time where maybe you're too fragile. So when we think of the, the, the giant incubating in this egg, it reminds me this idea of incubators. We have business incubators. We have startup incubators where they understand that people need to be in this kind of precious, protected environment to really give time and effort and resources into creating something that's going to have all this potential. And so there's definitely a mirror here around that early business experience where you have to put in the time, the effort, and create the right environment so that you can build something that has all that potential. And so that when the egg cracks and the giant stretches out, you know, there will come a time where your business is ready to launch and you can stretch out and see the kind of impact in the world you can make just like the giant with your business. The giant developed over tens of thousands of years, and perhaps for not quite as long, but many people think about the possibility of starting a business, and it can take a very long time to come to fruition. I began to think about doing something different than my corporate job when I started my family and saw how challenging it became to juggle the needs of my very young kids alongside expectations and assumptions of my workplace. I felt like I had these letters written across my forehead. I used to call it the mummy tag. You know, I, it was somehow interpreted as a lack of commitment or a lack of potential, that somehow I wouldn't be the right person to assign really important projects. At least that's how it felt to me. And I knew that I could do more and be more, but it took me quite a few years before I managed to do anything even before I could come up with an idea, never mind a plan to actually start a business. But it was when I went on maternity leave with my third child that I decided to leave my corporate job. And one day, a few months later, a friend said to me, you should be a coach. You've been coaching me for years. And I was surprised and 
at first quite resistant. I wasn't sure it was a serious enough profession for me. (laughs) At least that's how it seemed then. But as I began to explore, I took some courses and I found storytelling. It was the combination actually of the two of coaching and storytelling that really excited me and ignited my passion to start this business. So it did take years, maybe not tens of thousands of years. And I think that's quite typical for entrepreneurs. And also it takes time for an idea to really ripen, for it to mature to the point where it has legs. My sister once said to me, you're the queen of reinvention, after I told her a story about a change I was making, something that was not working quite so well and I had to turn it into something else. I imagine it's like taking all these materials and shaping them into something beautiful, kind of like the giant taking the elements and creating the world in a way that gives him space and beauty. And I think there are more important lessons in this story. The giant seems tireless in his efforts to create the world, and yet just when the sky is far enough from the earth, he collapses and dies. There's something so sad about the idea that We work and work and are never satisfied until we're completely spent. I don't want that to happen. I kind of wish the giant had a few thousand years to admire his creation, to enjoy the space he had made. It's a lesson that teaches me that I need to enjoy the process of creating my business and be able to notice the great things that are emerging without collapsing in exhaustion in the end. And yet we're told that the giant did die peacefully. So perhaps he did have that moment of realization and appreciation for what he had done and the legacy he had left, having had a hand in the creation of a better world for other beings. And then there's the transformation at the end of the journey. It says, as his body decomposed, his eyes became the sun and the moon, his teeth the stars in the night sky, His large body became the mountains and his hair the trees and forests. His tears became the world's great rivers and seas and his breath the wind. I love this. It speaks more about the legacy that we leave in the work we do. Like if we put all our efforts into creating a beautiful world too through our work, we become a part of that continuity even after we move on. Or perhaps it speaks to the idea of transformation. That if your work is part of the transformation of another, a place or person, that part of us always stays in that work. As a coach, if you can support someone to really change their world through your work together, then you leave an indelible imprint in that person and their life. I think that's really nice to imagine. Ultimately, this story speaks to effort and passion, commitment and resilience and the wonderful rewards that come from it. I'm Lisa Bloom, and you've been listening to Once Upon a Business. You can find out more about me at story-coach.com. That's story-coach.com. Once Upon a Business is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes Making It, Just Between Coaches, and Course Lab. This episode of Once Upon a Business was produced by Cynthia Lam. Jeff Govertson assembled the episode. Danny Inney is our executive producer. So you don't miss the episodes that are coming up on Once Upon a Business. Please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. 
And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It really does help us out. Thank you. We'll see you next time.